Hello, Rick Comeric, Certified Financial Planner, and I'm bringing you today an article that I just uploaded to my blog, and it is titled Deja Vu All Over Again. Investment fads are nothing new. When selecting strategies for their portfolios, investors are often tempted to seek out the latest and greatest investment opportunities. And over the years, these approaches have sought to capitalize on developments such as the perceived relative strength of a particular geographic region, or maybe technological changes in the economy, or the popularity of different natural resources. But listen to this, long-term investors should be aware that letting short-term trends influence their investment approach may be counterproductive. As Nobel laureate uh, Eugene Fama said, there's one robust new idea in finance that has investment implications maybe every 10 to 15 years, but there's a new marketing idea every week. So what's hot becomes what's not. And we can look back at investment fads over uh, you know recent history to illustrate this. For example, in the 90s, attention turned to the rising tigers of Hong Kong, Singapore, South Korea, and Taiwan. A decade later, much was written about the emergence of the BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, and China, and their new place in the global markets. Similarly, funds targeting hot industries or trends have come up into and fallen out of vogue. In the 50s, there was the Nifty 50, and they were all the rage. In the 60s, it was the go-go stocks that, and funds that uh, piqued investors' interest. Later in the 20th century, growing belief in the emergence of a new economy led to the creation of funds poised to take most of the uh, rising importance of information technology and telecommunication services. During the 2000s, the 130 30 funds were used to leverage and uh, sell certain stocks short while going long others, and they were becoming increasingly popular around that time. But then in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis, so-called black swan funds or tail risk hedging strategies and liquid alternatives abounded as investors reach for yield in a low interest rate environment in the following years. Other funds sprang up and claimed uh, imp increasing importance to generate income. Uh, strategies like the unconstrained bond funds proliferated. Most recently, strategies focused on peer-to-peer -peer lending, cryptocurrencies, and even cannabis cultivation and private space exploration have become more fashionable. In this environment, so-called FANG stocks have concentrated exchange-traded funds with catchy ticker symbols have also garnered attention amongst investors. However, there's an, there's an investment graveyard. Unsurprisingly, numerous funds across the investment landscape were launched over the years to subsequently close and fade from our memory. While economic, demographic, technological, environmental trends shape the world we live in, public markets aggregate a vast amount of dispersed information and drive it into security prices. Any individual trying to outguess the market by con constantly trading in and out of what's hot and what's com are competing against the collective wisdom of all the buyers and sellers in the market. With the benefit of hindsight, it's easy to point out the fortune one could have amassed by making the right call on a specific industry, region, or individual security over a selected time period. It's important to remember that many investment fads and indeed most mutual funds don't stand the test of time. In fact, about 51 to 55% of funds fall out of existence over um, say a 15 year time period. So what am I getting at? Well, when confronted about choices on what type of investment strategies to follow, uh, here's three key points to take a look at. What is this strategy claiming to provide that's not already in my portfolio? Two, 
If it is not my portfolio, can I reasonably expect that including it or focusing on it will increase expected returns, reduce expected volatility, or help me achieve my investment goal? And three, am I comfortable with a range of potential outcomes? Investors are left are left dubious after asking these questions. It may be wise to caution before proceeding. Uh, within equities, for example, I like this statement, a market portfolio offers the benefit of exposure to thousands of companies doing business around the world and broad diversification across industries, sectors, and countries. While there can be good reason to deviate from a market portfolio, investors should understand the potential benefits and risk of doing so. In addition, there's no shortage of things investors can do to help contribute to a better investment experience. Working closely with a financial advisor can help individual investors create a plan that fits their needs and risk tolerance. Pursuing a globally diversified approach, managing expenses, turnover, and taxes, and staying disciplined through market volatility can help improve investors' chances of achieving their long-term financial goals. So in conclusion, fast, fashionable Investment approaches will come and go, but investors should remember that a long-term disciplined investment approach based on the robust research and implementation may be the most reliable path to success in the global capital markets. If you have any questions about this, investing, financial planning, or retirement, feel free to reach out to me anytime.